Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. I, t- I already told my man what I was going to do. All right, so back. I'm a host. I'm paying off my student loans and nah. I'm leaving the country. I'm going to call a limo for everybody, about 15 individuals, maybe 20. Have them all sit down and tell them, like, basically, I won. I am now a billionaire. And this is how shit's about to go down. That's I'm quitting facts. my job. Y'all can quit too because we're about to make an empire. And I'm also inviting my haters because I want y'all to witness my greatness. And then I'm going to kick them out. I really want my haters to be there when I'm telling them all the good things that's about to happen to me. Mm-mm-mm. And I would have the money that I could pay them to sit there and listen to me. <laughs> I was like, here, here's 5000 You know what I honestly would like to do? Like get like maybe like 10K and just drop it on my haters head and watch them pick it up. Because they would have to pick it up. They're not going to leave it on the ground. Pick it up, bitch. Pick it up. <laughs> pick it up. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown. We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man. This is Young, Black, and Bothered. Hey y'all, welcome back again to another episode of the Young Black and Bothers podcast. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash. You can follow me at Chris Cash DC on Twitter and Instagram. What's up, y'all? CJ, you can follow me at Quiet CJ Money 2 on Instagram and CJ Jackson on Facebook. What's up, everybody? It's Kill, and you'll get my social medias at the end. What's up, everybody? It's Tony, a.k.a. Tony the Artist. You can find me on Instagram at TonyTheArtist06. I don't really have a voice today. I just woke up, and I was smoking before that, so bear with me. <laughs> well, welcome back to everybody. This this week is going to be a short one because ain't really much happening. Thank God there's actually no news about Trump, but we do have bad news to start with as usual. So we're scouring on Twitter and there was an article about the Florida police officer who viciously beat a 14-year-old black girl for resisting arrest. 
<sighs> Have y'all actually seen this video? Hell no. 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 So I'm going to play the video for y'all so you can see it. And you should be able to hear the audio. It's on Instagram and everything. So here we go. <laughs> Well, that is a quick video. I guess it's not much. Why you fucking hit her in her body like that? Oh, bitch ass nigga. I just don't get it, man. So basically the article says that, you know, she was laying, you know, on you know, she was laying face down, obviously. One cop's knee was in her back and gripping and yanking her by her jean shorts while her hands were I wanna say they were in front of her, how they had her pinned down. So at what point are like cops going to be like held accountable for this shit? More importantly, this happened in Coral Springs, Florida. Can we just all say that Florida needs to be cut off and like drowned and just called Atlantis forever? First of all, Florida would be better once Andrew Gillum is elected governor in two weeks. But um, these punk ass cops. Because they think, oh, I got a gun and a badge and I got some authority. They think, oh, I can do whatever the hell you, I want. And this bullshit ass thin blue line, oh, I'm just going to get, they're going to protect me no matter what. When a motherfucker gets thrown in jail for longer than a year, not not, this, not some pussy ass, what, you know, pussy ass <laughs> sentence, when they're actually getting real jail time, like how we would get if it was us doing this. Then motherfuckers will finally wake up. Absolutely, I, I think it's weird because it says in the article that the teens were given a no trespass warning, but two of the teens returned to the mall. So apparently, this happened at a mall. And then it says one of them, a male, was arrested without incident, but the police said the girl seen the video began cursing in an attempt, uh, in an attempt to incite the other teens and resist, uh, resisted arrest when other officers tried to detain her. Regardless of everything that happened beforehand, it's the fact that you got your knees in her back, her hands in front of her. She can't defend herself at that point, and you punching her in her side. They were trying to get a cheap through, fucking mm-hmm. pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Department Chief Brad McCone told reporters the officer's actions were 100% within policy, legal, and were not excessive. Not excessive, and you're punching a fourteen-year-old little, a fourteen-year-old girl. That's wild. They should be appalled for even saying that statement. Yo, when here's here, some of the Governor Gillum, you, you got to come in and wreck shit, like for real. Well, and me, I and I know Andy. I fully supported the wrecking of shit. I supported. <laughs> and I know and and I know Andrew Gillum. Like he's a really good dude. He's going to be an exceptional governor. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an exceptional governor. It's time to it. Yeah, Florida is one fucked but up. But you remember that he is the governor of the whole state of Florida. Like they used to tell us, Obama is not the black president; he's everyone's president. Well, he still he needs to go in there and write some shit. So they're going to be like, he's not the black governor; he's everyone's governor. <laughs> no, fuck that. Fuck that. It's 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 time. No, we can. Oh boy. Go ahead, Q. You, I already no, can we can we talk about? I know this is like maybe premature, but can we talk about how there's an attack on Democrats today? Did y'all see that? Oh, come on, man. Yes, it was six pipe bombs. Six. Now, now, 
Go for I it. have a conspiracy though about that and the caravan. Okay. I love conspiracies. I can't wait to hear it. I really want to hear this. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the best way I can drag the Republican Party in the best way possible. No, I'm about to tell you. Oh, wait. You might like my theory then. Okay, so okay, yeah. my theory is that I don't know which Republicans or who did it, but somebody went down to Honduras and said it was okay. And they started coming in droves and they have no way to say like it wasn't them just to make the Democrats look bad because they're using all these fear tactics like look and they have the Middle Eastern people in the uh, caravan. It's like what? Like they're doing this to um, make Democrats look bad. But on the flip, what if all these fake these pipe bombs was fake and they were like plants from the Democrats. They were not so, fake. They were they weren't fake. How do we I know that? I find it funny how everybody they got one except one particular person. Not fake. I find it funny that everyone got one and none of them blew up. Not one. Because they were intercepted. Man, y'all can believe that if y'all want. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Fucking Republicans. Now, I bet you if someone with mail, <coughs> excuse me, I got to my throat on this one. If someone would have mailed these to Republican, to Republican politicians and mailed one to former president, to W, w. or to GW. Well, it was only targeting Democratic leaders, but it's because of the rhetoric of Trump. Like, that's why they think that shit's okay. Let me finish. Just let me finish. If someone had mailed these to GW or W, you, the, outra- the outrage would be on a level where the Republicans will be declaring World War III. Like this will be the, the start of the second war, the second civil war. Yeah, it's time for Democrats to stand the fuck up. God damn it, vote in twelve days, and we got to start fighting fire and fire. Like these motherfuckers are like they're they're using scare tactics in the street and extreme methods, voter suppression, voter intimidation, whatever you want to call it, to suppress them losing in 12 days. We got, it's time for Democrats and it's time for people. It's time for those who are progressive and on the left to stop being, stop playing nice, stop trying to compromise, stop trying to reach across the aisle. And it's time to go, it's time to go white knuckle on these motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. It's time. It's past time. Mm, I don't even have anything to say. I can't combat that one. I can't even go back and forth with that one. But what? Wait, wasn't there a whole thing where there was a bus that was stopped with some elderly women who couldn't vote because? <clears throat> yes, in Georgia, on the first day, on the first day of um, early voting in Georgia, and knowing that all of those people were going to vote for Stacey Abrams. Wow. And people wonder why I just hate looking at the news. I'll go on Twitter, I'll get my articles, I'll briefly read those, and I'll form opinions based off of, like, research two or three days later. Jeez, dang. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, politics in general has just become very messy in the United States. Like, there's 
I mean, it's completely polarized. We it's so polarized. And the crazy thing is de- Democrats and Republicans are working together behind closed doors on smaller issues. They never going to push that. But when it comes to these big issues, it's like they cannot find a middle ground for no reason. Like, I just don't understand why. I mean, I get it. I do under I know why, but I'm just like political survival. What is this going to put us in the future? Like we are literally watching our democracy getting chipped away and chipped away and fucked up, and people not trusting it and saying I don't want to vote and I don't want to do this. Like, and then the people who are voting are the ones who's fucking it up for the rest of the people who say I ain't about to vote I'm not about to do XYZ here's the thing here's the thing and everyone and and in no ways and I apologize in no ways am I making any apologies for Cheeto Donnie but Cheeto Donnie is a symptom it's just it's just he's just a symptom the disease has been there for a long time. That's true. This, this polarization started in the '60s with Nixon, and it's just gotten progressively worse and worse and worse. And it hit a crescendo in 1994 when the Republicans took over took over Congress, and they made the Hester Rule. That was the worst thing they could have ever fucking done. But I'll go on a tangent it, about that it, later. But it's. <laughs> This is this is this is 50 60 years in the making and Trump is not the cause he's just a, he's 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 a symptom of it. Trump but, is not even really but he's made, but part he's, of the Republican party if we going to keep it a bean. They Trump, don't really fuck with him either. Trump, but he just was able to win over there. Like Cheeto because the the beliefs that Cheeto Donnie espouses every day the lies the misogyny the xenophobia the want to be the 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 cater the cowering to dictators and and totalitarians is what the Republican Party truly is that's what they believe. They say they're conservative and they, they small government and everything. No, they're fucking racist. Mm-hmm. They're racist. They hate women. They hate women. They hate any, they hate anybody that is not white Anglo-Saxon. So if you're black, brown or any other race, you can go fuck off in their view. I heard I heard a funny joke the other day that's pertaining to this, right? That <laughs> dude was like, if you bring Thomas Jefferson <laughs> to 2018, he'd be like, yo, y'all didn't y'all didn't write anything else? <laughs> right. Y'all didn't add shit to it? Like, I mean, I did this shit a long time ago. <laughs> Literally, like, if you look at the appropriations bill, it's been the same fucking bill for years. They just they just make another CR. We're just gonna, you know, continue it because we can't work together and make a whole new plan. <laughs> it's, not it's not even that. It, it, it's, I think the last budget, an actual budget bill that came out was in 2008, I think. Mm. It's 10 years ago. The new census is about to come out and all the maps about to be drawn up anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's why, and that's why we need we need Democrats. We need, we need Democrats in the state offices. We need we need them in the governors in the governor's seat, so mm-hmm. that 
Then the census in 2020 comes around and redistricting, it's time to redraw these districts. There won't be so much gerrymandering where the Republicans who, who really represent only a quarter of. Like, I mean, but if we look at it, Maryland is like that already. So mm-hmm. our Democrats are working for us. Like yeah. but, our maps are pretty solid. I think Andy Harris is the only Republican that holds a seat in Maryland right now. And that's like his districts are just like. You know what can you do? That's because like, that's situations. Because, that's because Maryland has a democratic has a democratic um legislature. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of states are starting to move towards that. I well, think didn't Virginia just turn over? To Democrat, the Democratic governor, but that their their legislature is still like it's a very slim majority for Republicans, but. I thought they had. I thought they had it. Dem- it was no, like no. Are you sure? Yes. Republicans lead the lead the House of Delegates by one vote. Mm. Okay. Well, speak, speaking of Republicans, if you live in Arkansas, you might have seen a. Who the fuck is living in Arkansas? <laughs> 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 but if, if you do listen to this podcast and you're from Arizona, you're a Republican. Um. My uncle lives in Arizona. He oh, lives no. in Phoenix. Oh, no, no. This is Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, I bet you said we Okay. <laughs> so, who, so, oh boy. So, according to claims from this ad, white Democrats will soon be lynching black folks again. Um, this is an ad that you know how most ads are sponsored by the politician who is based on the commercial ad, right? Well, this was a... Not all ads. Well, that, that's where I'm going. So this ad was paid for basically by a political action committee, and it was going for Republican French Hill, who is a Republican out of Arkansas. I'm going to actually just play the audio because... Oh, French Hill. Uh, I, I, well, this hurts to even listen to. Well, here we go. What do you think about what's happening in Washington? Congressman French Hill and the Republicans know that it's dangerous to change the presumption of <laughs> for black men. If the Democrats can do that to a white justice of the Supreme Court with no evidence, no corroboration, and all of her witnesses, including her best friend, say it didn't happen, what will happen to our husbands, our fathers, or our sons when a white girl lies on them? Girl, white Democrats will be lynching black folk again. Honey, I've always told my son, don't be messing around with that. If you get caught, she will cry rape. I'm voting to keep Congressman Frenchville and the Republicans because we have to protect our men and boys. We can't afford to let white Democrats take us back to bad old days of race verdicts, life sentences, and lynchings when a white girl screams rape. Paid for by Black Americans for the president's agenda. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. You know, get, the, get out of here, first of all. <laughs> what the, the level of coonery that was, but I kind of appreciate it. I do appreciate bit. it a little bit. You know, that's that's kind of like that rich man who was on CNN who was just like, fuck Donald Trump, impeach him. You, ain't, you, you guys never seen that commercial? Oh, the white guy? Forgot, yeah, I forgot his name, but he was like super rich and just bought an ad on CNN. Tom Yes, and he was just like, "I hate Trump." Basically, you guys need to impeach him. 
paid for by Timstar. Did y'all see that Hillary? Did y'all see the Hillary uh, woman she was running? And it was like the black ghetto ass woman in a hair salon. Yeah. No, which one was that? They didn't play that. It was a Hillary. Yeah, you know, it was a, this shit I saw in Baltimore when she was running. And that makes sense. I was right. like, it was like, uh uh-uh, uh, girl, because I'm with her. And I was like, I'm with her. Um, I was like, get this shit out of here. And you know I'm what? with her. You know what? <laughs> so, honestly, that wasn't even the racist, the racist ad of the week. There was a robocall in Florida against, Ron, uh, against An- Andrew Gillum. Greg, can you cue that up real quick? Which one, which one is it called? It's, it was the robocall that that um, an outside group from like Utah. Um, so God, wasn't they like Mormons or something? No. Get the fuck out of here, dog! What no. are these random states y'all keep calling now? No, <laughs> Utah. <laughs> and who was the who was it's the on Huff Post on Huffington Post? Mm, I have to look for that. You know what? Honestly, Utah has some very nice national parks now. That's because it's in the middle of the fucking earth. (laughs) (laughs) Better be some nice ass parks out there. Yeah, they're like, they're so amazing. Like deserts and stuff. Salt Lake. Could you imagine going to visit somebody in fucking Utah? I sure the fuck can't. You know, there's a congresswoman in Utah. Her name is Mia Love, and she's black and yes, and she's a Republican. But yeah, and she's a Republican. She's yeah, I'm just like, oh, she's wow. You just told me a whole bunch of facts. That That's mighty progressive. Black. She lives in Utah. She's a Republican, and she's no, she's a bot. She's a fucking bot, dog. Sorry, Miss Love, we don't love you. You're a bot. Miss Love, she kind of cool though. She's a robot. Like, that's an yeah, interesting moderate, mix. Exactly a moderate Republican to be. She is. She's very moderate. So that was again. It was so basically the gist of the the gist. It wasn't an ad. It was a robocall. So just, the gist of the robocall was. So they they sent this robocall out saying basically having like me, spiritual Migos spiritual music in the background. It's like <laughs> no, 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 listen. listen. I'm he, I'm I'm Andrew Gillen. I'm running for the the y'all next governor of the here state. Of oh the, no! Yeah, yes, you you have to play it. Like me saying, you, you just have to hear it. But I just want to know why is the country going towards so much racism? Like, what is going on? Like, it, was it really because, because of Obama? Like, no, this is, this is what really the shit is. Mad? No, this is what it is, yo. The every the shit is shifting. The old ways are starting to die, and people are scared of that shit. They don't want, like, you got people, like, <clears throat> all it is, like, as you're talking about, there's a certain generation of folks that need to die, right? Once like they the baby boomers? Yes. Once they are gone, that is, I but guarantee But the thing is, not all boomers shit. are bad. There's some no, but very they are nice, the last, aggressive. They are the, no, they're not. But in, as a whole, as a whole, <laughs> like they are Like Hillary in her pants yes, suit. they got to go. Isn't she hey, She's just the boom. She's the whole boom by herself. She's got to be pushed like 97. No, Hillary is not 90. What it is. She got to be like 80. No, oh, yeah, I think when they age, too, she Hillary. might be 17. Hillary know. is 71. Hillary is 71. That was close. I said 17. Hillary is 71. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's. How the hell was she going to be president? Um, <laughs> Trump, is, Trump is 72, so go figure. 
But here's the Damn, thing. I know America, that. America is a majority is now a majority minority nation. And these people who espouse these racist views are old and white and don't want to accept that fact. Yeah, we got to get some more candidates and old white people, man. What the fuck? They, they don't know. They got to touch with shit for real. And Q, you said this robocall was this year or? Was it, it was this week. It aired on Monday. Wow. Robocall racist. Wow. I'll keep looking it up. No, why does sound a cartoon robocall racist? No, go on. I'm telling you, go on. Go on. Health House is on there. Or type in since you're on YouTube. Go ahead and type in robocall Florida Andrew Gillum. Yeah, that's just what I told you. Just sound like a living color skit. Wow. Yeah, the first link. Oh boy, here we go. So here's the link. Wow. Signatorial contest is gaining attention. Oh. Issue of rape. Democrat Andrew Gillum has been targeted by racist robocalls, which include the sounds of a monkey, a white supremacist <laughs> is claiming responsibility. A spokesman for Gillum's Republican opponent, Ron DeSantis, called the robocalls appalling. But DeSantis ran into some trouble himself over a controversial comment. Earlier this week, he suggested Florida voters not, quote, monkey this up by electing Gillum. That led to... Oh, oh I remember that. ...and the claim DeSantis denies. Andrew Gillum addressed the incidents on CNN. Yeah, well, first of all, I have to tell you, I do find it deeply regrettable. I mean, on the day right after uh, I secured the Democratic nomination, we had to deal with some of the dog whistles directly from my opponent. And I, and I, I honestly want to sincerely say this, Dana, uh, we can have a... Uh, a challenge between ideas and around what we think uh, uh, the people of the, of the state of Florida deserve. Uh, what I don't want this race to turn into is a race of name calling. Um, I want to make sure that we don't racialize uh, and frankly weaponize race as a part of this process, which is why I called on my opponent to really work to rise above some of these things. Um, uh, people are taking their cues from him, from his campaign, and from Donald Trump. And we should. And we saw in Charlottesville that that can lead to real, uh, frankly, dangerous outcome. For more on this, we're joined by Adrian Shropshire, the executive director of Black Pack, a committee focused on black. <laughs> Voter involvement, Adrian. I, I want to actually hear the robocalls. So that's what yeah, I want. I don't hear you sitting. Yeah, I, I need to hear these robocalls. So here we go. Can we not listen to the robocalls? Of <laughs> <laughs> the day crisscrossing the state stops in Jacksonville, Orlando, and Delhi, where he addressed some of those controversies. Play them down. Oh shit. The words are just as vile as much as they are racist. A robocall hitting the phone lines of Florida voters with the voice of a man who claims to be, but is not, Andrew Gillum. Oh, get the fuck out of here. ...are used, and today at a campaign stop... Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Like for real, oh boy, oh boy, right. that is ridiculous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Like what? Like why? Why, why y'all so mad, white people? Jesus. I just don't get it. We don't. We we we're not in control because <laughs> you guys are richer than us. 
Yeah, everybody man. feels safe around y'all, even though y'all have done multiple mass killings. Yes, because like, the most I just dangerous don't immigrants understand what more do you guys want? Yeah. <laughs> like, Ever since you got fucking guy here, the country's been fucking up one day after the goddamn next. That's, that's what we yeah, built the goddamn wall saying. against. Go back. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, like white people, what more do y'all want? Like, you want us dead? Because if you if it's dead, then who's going to do your dirty work? You don't want that. God forbid that like no slavery because you don't want to look like bad people. So you're not going to be in shackles. <laughs> like, yeah. but you don't want us to have the same benefits and rights to. Anything. To any like anything we do, you don't want us at your school. You say we're taking your spot, but yeah, you don't want to fund our little HBCUs we have. Y'all like, oh no, you niggas don't need that much money. Like it's just crazy. Like I just want to know, and if any racist white person ever hears this, I just really, really want to know what do you want niggas to do. Yes, like do. please I email me. Email yes. me. I want to know what y'all want niggas to do, and we'll do it. Cause I just you, want y'all to leave us the fuck alone. Like, what do y'all, what do y'all need us to do? Nigga? Like at this point, go back to Africa. You. Can you pay for the flight? Just pay for the flight. Yeah. Give me two on, no on no bullshit. I just don't think that that is the answer. And I really wish that white people would stop saying shit like like the Africa. They would know what you left your country. I'm saying you left your country before we left ours, and we didn't even leave ours voluntarily. Go back to Scotland and Germany and all this. Yeah, all this go back to the UK. Go back. <laughs> go back to Shit. England. Let's go find the remaining thirteen Indians that y'all did not kill and have them take their land back. God damn! Saying. I just want to know, like, they wouldn't the even know what to do without us. To do. They did it. That's what I'm saying. Y'all don't really want us dead. Like. You don't really want to be slave owners because that's so barbaric now. Like, what do y'all want? What do y'all want to do? Y'all really want to bring Jim Crow back? And niggas got guns. Because we're at the point now, I feel like if they made a colors-only section, it might be more lit. I'm just saying. No no bullshit. So if y'all really want to do Jim Crow, all right, we can make it work. It'll be so lit. And that means the Latinos with us. The Asians with us, all of that. Just make it like, you know, colored land. And y'all had y'all stay little, on one side of the United States, and y'all can stay in the Northeast. That little unsalted section. Colored no, land. Yeah, That's what no it's going to be called. No seasoning section. No seasoning section. <laughs> it rains. You can give them the whole Northeast. We don't really want that. Yeah, we don't need that with that. We'll take Cali, West Coast. Yeah, we'll take and, Cali. You know, you know, just you know, parts of the South we can have because you know you guys burn up. Oh boy! So let, let's move on. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my dreams of colored land. <laughs> <laughs> that that has to be the the name of the show this week. <laughs> Col- colored land, President 2020. <laughs> dreams of colored land. Oh my goodness! So. I don't know if any of y'all actually went and got y'all numbers and lost because none of us are from South Carolina for the Mega Millions jackpot yes, uh, yesterday. So the numbers were 5, 28, 62, 65, and 70 with the gold Mega Ball being five. And apparently one person won at least. And if they get the lump sum, it'll be $878 million in cash, which is the nation's largest ever lottery grand prize. 
That's lit. I, I just want to know who won first and foremost, and how old is this senior citizen who has three cats, no children, and has never been married? Because it seems like the only people who win the Mega Millions or the, pay, uh, the Powerball that honestly, actually, I take that back. Because didn't that lady that had the drug dealer boyfriend, wasn't she from South Carolina too and she won it? And she ended up losing it all in like five years? Yeah, that, that shit was wild. How the fuck did she win? Yeah, f- first of all, that's, she spent it on her, um, her nigga who was locked up. Mm-hmm. Well, he got locked like, up. He got, no, but he, she paid a million dollars to get him <laughs> out of jail. Like, I'm sorry. I am sorry. But if my man was locked up for no, some dumb shit. He would literally have to be locked up for, like, killing somebody who was that trying to, like, rape him. That was on And when I tell you, I watched that shit and was cracking up from Oh, she was mad. Yeah, Yana was mad the whole episode. Yo, <laughs> she was like... She was shaking her. First like, of all, she didn't give her mother... She didn't give her mother none of that money. She didn't give her, her mother, not house. her kids, man. But her mom is the one that gave her the winning numbers. That's the bullshit. Bro, mm-hmm. Her mom gave her the winning numbers. But yet you bail out your nigga. And it wasn't like once or twice. It was like, it was like five times. times. It was like five million dollars. My like, dog, why are you selling drugs and your wife is a millionaire? Why? Why are you like you think you are? Backwards. Backwards. El Chapo? He must have thought he was El Chapo or somebody. The thing is, what, let me just ask y'all. He thought he was Red Bull Evans. What would you do with say if you get eight hundred and seventy eight million dollars, obviously you're gonna die and still have at least two hundred million. Some people will blow through that shit. So let's just say your first five million dollars, what are you gonna do with that? Okay. I, t- I already told my man what I was gonna do. All right, so back. I'm a host I'm of dinner. My student loans and nah. I'm leaving the country. I'm gonna call a limo for everybody, about fifteen individuals. Maybe twenty. Have them all sit down and tell them, like basically, I won. I am now a billionaire, and this is how shit's about to go down. That's I'm bad. quitting my job. Y'all can quit too because we're about to make an empire. And I'm also inviting my haters because I want y'all to witness my greatness. And then I'm gonna kick them out. I really want my haters to be there when I'm telling them all the good things that's about to happen to me. Mm-mm-mm. And I would have the money that I could pay them to sit there and listen to me. <laughs> it was like, here, here's 5000 You know what I honestly would like to do? Like, get, like, maybe, like, 10K and just drop it on my haters' head and watch them pick it up. Because they would have to pick it up. They're not going to leave it on the ground. Pick it up, bitch. Pick it up. <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> Oh my Yo, God. on some real stuff, I told my, I used to tell my best friend, I said, if I hit the lottery, all I'm going to say is, <clears throat> come outside. If you ask me any questions regarding my statement to you, I'm not going to tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I feel like with $5 million, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm giving the lawyer a million just to honestly keep me discreet. I don't want anybody to know. I wouldn't even tell my mother and my grandmother. I already know my mom going to go and tell somebody. My father. I know. Bears be snitching. You can't tell them. Oh, my grandmother going to church on Sunday and be like, well. My mom is definitely going to be like, are you giving something to the church? I'm like, no. 
you give us some to the church. It's like, no, I'm, I'm giving Just a- do an anonymous financial blessing to the church. You ain't even got to you know this you. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, I would just laugh, but I want the attention. <laughs> it got to be anonymous because I can see the pastor snitch and be like, well, see, sir, I understand what's going on, but what's going to happen is we have so many <laughs> developments going on in the church. We're going to need more than the 500000 that you're giving us. If you give us about four million, we can work it out. I'm like, wait, what? what? Work it out. Four million? Who you think he is, Joe Osteen? <laughs> nah, no thanks. First of all, I'm not giving that money, that much kind of money, to any religious institution, unless it's African based. Well, don't give it to uh, what's his name? Uh, dude with the what was it? The George Jefferson High School? Who is that? What is who? This? Um, what the, what's the hotel dude name who has like Umar? That high, yeah, Umar. First of all, no, go go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. You know, my thing is, if you say that you're gonna do something, do the shit and shut up. Because right now, LeBron is shitting on everybody. And I don't really care for LeBron. Cause I'm not a sports person, so I have nothing to do with him personally. But that nigga ain't saying shit and just popped up one day with a fucking school. Like, Umar, you've been rapping about this joint forever, bro, and have done nothing but piss people off. I am building my school from the ground up. <laughs> and you know what's wild? If the nigga wasn't fucking stupid, they, he wouldn't have to come out of pocket and do shit because all he knows is. He can get endless grants. Yeah. Endless. I could write him a grant to get that school done. I know I could. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah. yeah. I do boy, think, boy, I do boy, think boy, most rich people should, o- should open schools, though. Like, Bill Gates should open a school. When Oprah, Oprah when that shit first happened with Oprah's school, I was I like, mean, yo, that's so dope. But Oprah was like, I thought that shit was fucked up. I, I get it, but I still think it's fucked up. Like, you went open school in Africa, which is cool, but you mad because niggas in America got certain luxuries. Niggas can have the freshest iPhone and the freshest clothes and will still be uneducated. Like, niggas still in these schools here? Yeah, I didn't like that Oprah didn't open the school in America. She could have opened that joint right in Chicago, helped them go. That's where her studio was at the time. Every major city needs a fucking school, dog. Yep. They need some sort of charter school. They need a high-performing school. If for some reason I become a billionaire like Jeff Bezos status or something, I'm definitely. Oh, that's what I was saying. So my number one thing that I want to do because you guys are marketing is to take some of that money. Like if I win like a shitload of millions, almost a billion dollars, I would just fund my own development project and I would just create a whole bunch of houses, like very nice houses for low income families. Mm. Like I always wanted to design my own city, so I was like, why can't I just fund that? That money was like, why can't I fund that? Just with my lottery money. That's nice. Austin we town. definitely Tony be town. on here. LaFont. LaFont shit. Yeah, like Tonyville. Tony you, you, it could be a color lane. It could be a color lane, dog. We can't be out here nigging it up but or monkeying it up, but you know. <laughs> That's why I said color lane is going to be where it's at. We'll get the finest black city planners. Roz, well, we I can put him on too. I made, when I had, I had taught the seminar at my school one year. And I was like, y'all assignment. And I said, if I ever became a full-time professor, that would be one of my things. I want y'all to stop planning these cities. Like, I want you to plan a very real black city. Like, plan some shit, like some black, a black community. Because at the end of the day, I feel like, what was that area? I want to say the Everglades, but that's about it. We used to have so many powerful black communities. Oh, Eatonville? 
Yeah, that's in Maryland, yeah. right? No, that's in Florida. But oh, you know, there was PG a place County in Maryland for years. In Maryland, on the Eastern Shore, a place called Eastern, and they were like an all-black community. Like, oh like yeah, very, Eastern, and we Cambridge, undergrad. And I was like, oh, this is so undergrad. Like, grad. That was my first project with grad school. And I thought that shit was so dope. And I was like, I would tell like, my students design a black, plan a black community. Everything the black people need, I want to see that shit. And I want to see a program behind it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, show me some low-income houses that don't look like trap houses. Yeah, Because they don't have to look like that. Yeah. I people do that shit because they turn them this way. They definitely don't. If you've seen these new uh, projects, they look actually pretty nice. Yeah, like, First, there's like, like down Easter Avenue. There's like these, like townhome. They're like low income, but they're not really low income. Like some of them cost like market price, but they're below yeah. market rate. And they're they my gorgeous. In kind of like give them something that will teach them how to be better. To help them. Our problem is that we don't plan for next generation, so I would definitely come in. That. My second project is a boarding school, maybe mm. K through 12, and you will live at this fucking school. It's going to be a campus. And before you graduate, you need mm-hmm. to be proficient in three to four, like fluent in three to four languages and two martial arts, two uh, self-defense activities. Yeah. Like, that's my, like, I'm black, like, it was only either black, I would say black boys or black boys and girls, but only blacks. Yeah. Don't send your uh, your white children to our schools. Like I feel like we really, I, I feel like part of it is like we really do need to get back on our own shit. Sometimes, like sometimes I feel that way. Sometimes I don't. But majority of the time, I feel like we just need to reinvest into our own selves and our own yeah. And I would do that with my That's true. I feel like I'm writing a grant for uh, essay for a scholarship. If you would give me eight hundred billion dollars from the lottery, this is how I would use it mm-hmm. for some college interest essay shit. Mm, that would be nice. Mm. I hope one of my South Carolina family members won. Please. I don't even know anybody in South Carolina. Please it's best win. to believe I'm about to pretend. <laughs> hey, cousin. I'd be like, yo, <laughs> cousin Holly, you won. You already Did know. You Did you fucking say Holly? Yeah, that's his name, Holly Johnson. Well, mm. I just put my man, government out. That ain't his name. If he did, wait. that ain't his name. <laughs> that's too late. That's that ain't his name. Too late. Too late. That ain't his name. <laughs> so, so since we're on the topic of like schools and education and whatnot, so Tony, you had mentioned self-defense. So there's an article or more so a story that happened this week all over like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook about a father whose eight-year-old son was being bullied at school. So instead of like confronting the bully, he decided to go and speak to the bully himself and he found out that not only was the bully and his family going through hard times but they were homeless so he went and got the kid like a new fit and all this other stuff he sat them two down they talked you know his son and talked. i was like dang like that's something that you don't normally see because everybody usually now facebook and social media so they'll go and make a spectacle out of it he was just confused he was like i wanted to dig a little i wanted to dig a little bit deeper on why come to find out that he was being bullied for not having clean clothes and clean shoes he asked why just to find out that his family's currently homeless so 
Obviously, he did everything he could for the kid. And now it seems like his son and the bully are actually cool. Um, Bullies are never just living perfect lives. They're always going through some shit. Yeah, they always like, fucked up. Yeah, they always, yeah. There's always something wrong. Like, what's going on with you? And you always find that it's always either they're being beaten at home, and that's why they do that shit to somebody else. Or there's some kind, there's some kind of traumatic issue usually going on. Mm-hmm. Like kids are just not jack, naturally jackasses. Like they're not. It's not my You know, I was let me take that back because I was definitely natural jackass. Yeah, yeah. Some some kids are fucking dickheads. What were you about to say, Q? It's learned behavior. Yeah. I, I agree. It, it was, I'm glad that the father actually took the time out to instead of going and confronting the kid as if, it, you know, he was an adult. Because some parents will do that. I know my, my mom is infamous for saying, like, hey, if you do this to my kid, I'm going to do that to you. And a lot of parents, obviously, they may do something similar. So instead of him going yeah. that route, he went and created a GoFundMe for, you know, the bully. Well, I can't keep saying the bully, but the kid whose name is Tamarian. He created a GoFundMe for him, and it raised $24,210 in four days. So the bully made a comeback. <laughs> I'm about to say, yo, let me go out here, out here and fuck some shit up for people. I'm mad, too. That nigga's 50 cent. $24,000 the bully being a bully raised for this bully that's pretty sad I mean I feel bad that he's homeless don't get me wrong like that the money probably gonna go to a good cause but I'm just saying like the irony in this maybe it's not bad the bully can can I just you might come up yeah it might be a $24,000 prize in it for you but fuck I just need the $24,000 to go to a home or something for his family. I don't want his family to be that family who's like, you know what? Yeah, we have fallen on hard times, but we're going to take this $24,000 and blow it. Because you don't get second. Oh, yeah, that shit's stupid. So, hopefully. Are we ever going to find out what happens to the $24,000? No. We, we probably will not. Um, Unless they end up on the y'all of his head. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> And the again. No. Right. So moving on from that, does she ever actually fix a lot? She doesn't fix a goddamn thing. Uh oh. <laughs> she don't do shit. I'm about to say, has there been any successful? No. She had the life? fucking Braxton's on it, and them girls walked the fuck off. Like no, oh, the Braxton's walked off. Yes. Oh, I thought she. They call her off. the fuck. They call her the fucking devil. Wait, oh, what? They called her the devil? Yeah, they was on social media, like, going off of the Yellow Van Zandt, calling her the devil. Jesus. You here to fix somebody's life, and they're telling you to go to hell. Mm-hmm. She's an initiated priestess, though. I'll be trying to tell people, like, I think her intentions are good. She's definitely initiated century of priestess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a priestess. And I think that her intentions are good, because at the end of the day, she's only seeking out to try to heal people. Yeah. However, but she karma, just going about it all wrong. She just go on shows her yelling at people and making them feel bad. And I'd be like, yo, if I ever got called on to you, it's like going like <laughs> fucking Dr. Phil or something. You just don't know what you're going to get. And if I ever got called on to the yelling man's show dogs, I am not going. Because I'm going to fire her up so bad. Like, first of all, you're not going to say and talk because she talks to people like children. And I'd be laughing at some of these episodes because she'd be setting niggas up. One girl, her mom was never there for her. She was like a crackhead or something. And I just ask her, this girl is like grown. She's like 30-something. And y'all was like, you want your mom. You want your mommy. You missed the experiences with your mom. She's like, yeah. 
She's like, you want your mom around? She's like, yeah. Do you miss your mom? Yeah, you love her? Yeah, you want her to say I love you? Yeah. The mom's sitting there like, about to say that shit. Y'all imagine that, like, she can't. She doesn't have it in her to say that to you. She can't love you. You need to get over it. I was like, damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she man, did she that to Karuche. She was like, your father wasn't in your life. She was like, no, actually, my dad was in my life. No, your father wasn't there. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> how you going to tell me my father wasn't there? My father wasn't there. He was there. You know, and the, it's sad because the people that be on there, their stories be so sad. Like, it was like a group of brothers, right? I think it was like, like six of them. One died, like, all of them were, like, in foster homes. They were living in cars, ran away from foster homes. Two of them were, like, gay from being molested. Mm. Uh, the story about the girl who wanted mom. The show seemed like it was a good episode. I was like, oh, ooh, this is good. This is going to be nice. This is going to be nice. And she didn't fix The show ended, and they didn't fix anything. Damn. Was, like, the shorty with the lottery ticket, she blew on her dude, like, they ended the show but she didn't fix anything you know you gotta change she never time. fixed any it's like Ayana come yell at me damn <laughs> it's like Ayana come up. it's more like Ayana come put my business on national TV that's really what it is <laughs> and, and she's judge not the fuck out of me in front of everybody and judging mm-hmm. and she gets so angry she walk on every scene she gets so angry and she walk off she's like you wanna do that that's what you want to do? Then you do it without me. She'll walk off. Like, yeah, no, she always off. walk off. Like, man, you come back. You know you want to come back. Check. Right, she lives up in Maryland. She lives in Maryland. Yeah, she, she does live in Maryland. You know what's crazy? I know I've seen her before, dog, before she became big. <laughs> oh, you probably this saw her like the fucking my church line. or something. Like my grandmother's church or something. Yeah. Yo, I dog. know, I know. Ayana she looks like she shops somewhere. at Food Lion. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Not Food Lion. That's like the worst one. I ain't, I ain't seen a food line in forever, bro. I bet there's you a, y'all that did find one. Waldorf, yo. That's there's where she lives. in Waldorf. Yeah, she lived right by Waldorf. <laughs> I probably did see her in the food line. <laughs> right in Waldorf. Like, yo, is that y'all in bed, eh? Oh, shit. Yes, that's fucking Bryce. Wanda. Ain't her name Wanda? Hey, yo, shut the fuck. Did you say Briars? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. So let me ask you like, hmm. let me ask y'all a question. So we all have heard of uh lower what is it, Lotus Flower Bomb right now. <clears throat> Did y'all know that this was about Solange though? Fact, no, I yeah, heard about it, but no, I ain't yeah, know that. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'm calling hype beast. Why? I don't believe it. Apparently they dated for I want they, the article says that they dated for four years. Wale and Solange dated for four years and nobody knew. Yes. Not they one soul. Nice couple. They and Wale nice couple. not even that famous, so it's not like she could Yo, really hide you're that. Yo, you do that. He's not. That person. He's not, though. So it says, back in 2009, Wale told Honey Magazine that he loved Solo and gushed how much he respected her as a single mother. Uh, and then he says, we're amazing. Uh, we're friends. She's amazing. She's a good person. Any single mother contributing to the society the way that she does. I got a lot of love for them. She's got a lot to do on her own and raise a young black man in this day and age. So my hat goes off to her. She's definitely an anomaly. And by the way, she can do that and manage to do the same things and I can, what is this, that I can complain about not having to do. So then I guess, I don't know if they broke up or whatever, but she ended up marrying her now husband, Alan Ferguson, in 2019. And oh, that, sounds, that sounds like a white name. Is he white? Yeah. No, uh, he is white? 
Is he white? I don't I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, Solange. No, 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 Solange. No, no. We don't do that, Solange. I don't know, but it sounds like a white name. Sounds very <laughs> European. I remember Solange from the Puppy Love video. <laughs> I remember Solange when she came out doing some weird ass bipolar dance to Sam Castle Disco, and I thought she was so fucking cool. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, um, I just remember from that album that I can't remember the name of. Soul, Soul Angel? Yeah, it wasn't. That was a dope album. If it wasn't the Tony. You know, I really uh, don't like Shalom's oh, yeah. new stuff. I ain't really like it, to be honest. Said, I right? like her old stuff better. I'll be finding random Shalom like songs. I don't know when they come out. I don't know. But I'll be like, oh, this is such a dope song. Like, one of them she got with, uh, what's it, Cosmic Journey, Bilal? Yeah. And their voices on that song are so dope together. And it's just a great song to get high to. And I have a very amazing high playlist. I can share it with any of you guys if you want to hear it. Yeah. But she's like, Solange makes, and then she made a song called Losing You. And I think they filmed it in like Cape Town, South Africa. But I don't think the people knew what was going on because if you look at the video, it looks like she just popped up there and started filming the video. Like certain scenes, people hitting her with doors and like you can tell that it's not, it's not planned. So, like, I don't know. I think she's very eccentric. I think there was one thing that came out a while ago that she was, like, bipolar or something. She had some kind of issue. And I think it works for her. Whatever it is, it's a crazy thing she'd be doing. It works for her. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I, shout out to either, both of them, one of them, whoever they are. Yeah, all, all that. Huh. So, uh, basically, what else do we have? Oh, so... Fabulous pled not guilty to assaulting and threatening wife, Emily B., and then they have a plea deal. Um, last I checked, I thought that he knocked two teeth out in the front. And oh. th- at least that's what I was told from, like, the police report and everything. But I guess she's sticking with him. So, um, so why do we care, right? Basically. Um, Wiz Khalifa confirms that he's dropping an R&B album. Mm, that should be scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should, it should come out on Halloween. Oh boy, because that's gonna be a scary fucking thing. Um, let's see, what else is there? Marcellus Wiley, a dude that I have no clue who he is. He football. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. well, a football player. Okay, so a football. Oh, y'all niggas on the, now. Y'all don't know who sports people are. Well, I'm telling you, I know who I know who he was. Some informant. I'm supposed to be the person that don't know shit about sports, guys. Y'all can't be that person. Okay? I'm just I'm taking. Just, it's been it's been a while. I definitely did not know. Yeah, hey, I know who he was. So What's he has, his name? Uh, Marcellus Wiley. Hey, he, Marcellus, they uh, know who you are, man. You gotta be more famous. You gotta be. He's better. on uh, Sports Nation. He's a he's a uh, he's an anchor on Sports Nation. <laughs> you don't sound too short, Marcellus. <laughs> you gotta be better. You gotta be more famous, man. You gotta do better. Mm-hmm. And he used, to, he used to play for the Chargers. Yeah, he played for the Chargers. played defense and for the Chargers. Yeah. So it was football, he, basketball. He has a new book. <laughs> and he says, this football, basketball. <laughs> so what, what he has this? a new book coming out, and he's going to be talking about the details of the Kendrick, Lamar, and Drake. <clears throat> I think it's a little bit too late. I don't care. Um, Is he famous enough to write a book and people care? These are the things. That's... I, I've always wondered, like, why? Heard of Kendrick Lamar and Drake. How do we, what insight does he have on this shit? No, nobody asked for it, though. Do um, we care? What's going on with Kendrick <laughs> and Drake? Apparently, you know, they, they send subs at each other all the time. They do? Apparently. Yeah. How? Yeah. They, I mean, didn't they, Drake put him on like shit? In a way? 
after after Drake's Take Care album, Kendrick was on Marvin's room at the end. But then they that. split it into a new track called Buried Alive, featuring Kendrick Lamar. But originally that was a long ass addition on Marvin's room. It wasn't even his own song. Yeah. I know he was on the games album a long time ago. So this was even be I think that was before that, yo. Probably. Yeah. This was literally when Kendrick was in his like section eighty mixtape or uh What's that black? The one with the black cover. It's like uh, um, overly something. Overly dedicated. Yeah, yeah, overly de- dedicated. So I'm like, why would Kendrick ever be mad at Drake? Like he literally kind of put him, made him mainstream. He made Kendrick mainstream. I wouldn't say he put him on because Kendrick was already known a little bit, but he made him mainstream. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Dang, that's wild. Like, what's the background behind this beef, Greg? Do you know? Me, the issue with the Drake and Kendrick beef is not that they're actually beefing, but the fact that nobody cares anymore. Drake took an L with Push, so nobody should really care about a beef with Kendrick. They've been throwing, like, bars at each other left and right, but the thing is nobody's actually going to ever answer it. And more importantly, if you care about a Kendrick and Big Beef, it's probably because you're a fan of one and not the other. I've never heard of someone be like, oh, well, I fuck with Kendrick, but I don't fuck with Drake. It's kind of like you like them, but you like them for two different purposes. So, Yeah, I don't even put them in the same category of rap. I put Kendrick with, like, the old niggas. Exactly. Like, Ho and them, J. Cole, like... Drake to me, he's more like in the the few the best of like the futures, the Migos, people like that. Yeah. Well, I mean that I don't know. Well, we'll see what. But comes then again, Drake does have bars, so maybe he wants to be considered one of the great greats. Like he know he can't do that. Yeah. Drake, even mean, though he, he does have bars, even though he, he does may have not bars. know that he may not know that. To so you know, Drake on his whole, I'm trying to take over the game. I got my Apple Music deal. But he don't realize that part of that is because he got a pop a pop fan base. True. Mm. If it wasn't for that pop fan base, he might not be as big. Not in the rap game. Niggas wouldn't you know be like, oh yeah, I wanna you you ain't fuck with Drizzy on the sixteen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They ain't about to be out here caring about Even Drake. though I, I fuck with Drizzy on the 16, though. No, but like, we do. We do. Yeah. But we wouldn't even pay him no mind if he didn't have that pop. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, And, and that that's what it comes with Drake. Like, Drake has his lane. Kendrick has his lane. J. Cole puts us to sleep. And then there's certain things that every rapper does for you differently, especially, like, you know, you might want to hear them in a certain point or a certain vibe. I can't put the two together. When they do do a song together, it sounds good. However, like I can deal with them both separately and together and not have an issue. So when it comes to a beef, I don't see it. Now, a push and Drake beef, I'm here for that because both of them petty as shit. So I'm with that. But Drake and Kendrick, they've been throwing, you know, subpar bar at each other for a while. But honestly, I personally just don't care. So Marcellus Wiley, like, Hopefully he gets more yardage out of this 
book than he does on the field. Cause let me tell you how how much I don't know who this person is. I was just sitting here trying to figure out what the hell we were talking about. Yes, and um, I forgot. I was like, "There's some dude, myself, myself." I'm sorry, man. You have to become more famous. I really think that yeah. you have to do better because I don't know who you are. Yeah, well, let's let's give him a shameless plug. So his book is coming out soon, and it's called "Never Shut Up." All right, so right along. What? Yep. <laughs> that is some bad advice. <laughs> I am so over it. <laughs> So, in in other news, let's see. Um, the Titanic two is set to hit the sea. There's a two. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the ship went yeah, down, down dog. Yeah. There's no two. The ship went down. They're yeah. dead. Like, what, what is, is this a zombie one? This is zombies and shit. Like, what's, is this like Medea, Medea on the Titanic? Are you, is Tyler Perry making this up? Is he monkeying this up? No, so, let me. See. God, I, I hate Boy, you just blew me. Greg, you just blew me. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck came up with Titanic? <laughs> no, I wish I could really say I made this up. But here, here's the No, article. it's actually real. Yeah. Yep. So, the full-size replica of the Titanic was first conceived by Australian businessman and politician Clive Palmer back in 2012 and will cost over $500 million U.S. You know, US to recreate. Titanic 2 will hold approximately 2,400 passengers, 900 crew members, and will travel from Dubai to Southampton before making the journey across the Atlantic, the exact same trip the original took over 100 years ago. The updated boat will house multiple lifeboats and will include a welded, not riveted hull along with updated gear. Interested travelers will be able to purchase first, second, or third class fare for the Titanic 2 just like the original. Palmer released in a statement, the ship will follow the original journey, carrying passengers from Southampton to New York, but she will also uh, circumnavigate the globe, inspiring and enchanting people while attracting unrivaled attention, intrigue, and mystery in every port she visits. She's not visiting no port, bro. I would never get on that fucking boat. Bruh, some things like, the paranormal I don't fuck with, the dead I don't fuck with, and things that kill people or have uh, an affinity to kill, I don't fuck with them. I purposely, when I felt like when I watched Blair Witch for the first time, I was like, you know what? I don't even know where Burkittsville, Maryland is. If I've driven past it, I drove past it. I didn't stop there and be like, I'm going to see where the Blair Witch house is. I just did not. So You know that shit is in Maryland, right? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm not going there. But when it comes to the Titanic and the Titanic 2, some things are left where they are, and it's okay that they are there. Titanic 2, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, think that's, I don't think that's a good idea. But question. Might be haunted. Yeah, I ain't fucking with that Titanic shit. But question. <laughs> How come all the, uh, the, the paranormal real stories, are, like most of them in Maryland, like the fucking first exorcism in Hydesville, because Maryland is a shitty place, bro. Because Maryland has a Indians, lot of demons that they killed off. On the the register, bro. If you look up, true, I, I agree with that, Chris. It's probably hella Indians here that just got slaughtered and they got unrest souls and shit. Well, that and don't don't they say like Maryland? Got, every place has some energy, and Maryland got some fucked up energy because of all the fucked up shit that happens there, like. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't Maryland, like, number... I want to say it's in the top five of the most, like, insane asylums that were both opened and closed. Um, sir, my college had an insane asylum on the campus. 
Oh, fuck. What? Morgan State had an insane asylum on the campus because one of the buildings, Montebello, it, is, it was our student, like our student admin building and shit. But Montebello used to be a hospital. If you look, Google Montebello Complex, Morgan State University, it looks like a hospital. The inside, and that's where our architecture department was when I was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. And part of the hallway, the hallway on the architecture side, the door goes right into the insane asylum, which is boarded up. But if you go in that shit, like people used to break in and go all the time because it was like our own little sick three, our entertainment shit of how we kept you know entertained. Niggas used to go in that shit at night where you can't see shit. But the shit in the daytime, like the beds, like they 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 knocked that shit down, but you can still Google that shit online. Like the beds, the the shit, the elevators don't have carts in them. So if you like go into that shit at night and you just slip and fall in the fucking elevator shaft that dog, you're gonna die. Like, what? Oh, nah. And they don't have anything to block it off. And that's probably why they knocked it down because it's probably too dangerous. But that shit in the daytime, they got all these <laughs> files. It's, it's like people living in there because one day I went there, it's like beer. That's not molded or anything. No, thank you. They had new blinds and some of the windows, but the building is abandoned. Like, But it's a real scary place. Like, it's just, it's scary. Like, Maryland got some, like, especially Northern Maryland, has some real scary ass shit, dog. Nope. I'm actually. Scary. Okay. I told you, there's three things I don't fuck with. The paranormal, kid killers, and honestly, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. And, like, he's probably the one that I would not fuck with because you can't kill him. So, that's it. Like, no thank you. But uh, No, I thought he died in 2000. Halloween 2000. Apparently, that wasn't him. He put his mask on another nigga or some shit. Oh. That's no. gay. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. But... <laughs> I'm still stuck on why there's a part two to the Titanic. Hey, can we get back to that? Because the paranormal kind of fucked with me. So, what's wrong with just getting on a Carnival Cruise Line ship and just going where the fuck you want to go? Like, I don't want to go. Well, if you were like the people on the Titanic, you died. So there's that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say this. This going to sound really fucked up. Man. It'd be funny if that joint crashed. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, wow. Not really, but kind of. Damn, Damn Chris, you just got real dark real fast. I don't even mean it in a dark way. It's just like the irony. <laughs> Chris, what the fuck is wrong? Chris went really dark. Real dark, real fast. So let, like, me, just let, like, me, let me just well, ask this, though. So when it comes to the Titanic, we all saw the movie or we should have seen the movie because one knows that they had to play it in like elementary school if that was... Um, I have a confession. I have never fucking seen Titanic. Okay. I oh my God, the... Tony, watch it. I saw the previews talking about his name on, on top of the world. And Tony, watch I've, this been woke, I've been woke since I was six. So the white man talking about something on top of the world pissed me off. I was not seeing it. So I was very happy. Him. I was very happy when I saw, I was told that they all died. Congratulations. Well, that was my favorite part. I just turned to that. Black right, people died on the boat. It wasn't as <laughs> fucking fancy as the Titanic. When niggas died on the fucking boat too. Just want to throw that out there. Oh boy. Well, well. So here's here's my issue with Titanic, and I've always great with this for years though. So there's Jack and Rose, and the whole movie was based on like upon their love story. They fucked in a car that was on a boat, and all this other shit. So. At the end of the movie, like, or closer to the end of the movie, Jack and Rose are in the water because the ship is going down. Jack puts Rose on top of a plank, and he drowns. I'm sitting there, and maybe this is my dumb logic, but the plank was large enough for the both of them to be on. Why didn't he just get on the plank with her? 
He it was loved it. Every time he tried to climb up, it would go down. And he was like, man, fuck it. I'm sorry. You gonna but what he should have did was tried to find another plank. Like, it was hella doors and shit out there. Like, the boat just grabbed. Like, don't grab on something. I, I got I to look. At he didn't really want to live, though. He didn't want to deal with her ass. <laughs> I just, hold on. I, I got to look this up because, like, because I don't even think it was a plank. It was like a door, right? So. These things are floating on doors. Yeah, it was like a door. Yeah, <laughs> like a big ass Titanic door. <laughs> Titanic door. Titanic or titanium? No, it was wood. Oh. <laughs> Definitely wood. <laughs> so I'm reading a scientific like article about it. Number one, was there enough space on the raft for both Jack and Rose to fit? So people have literally gone over this and said that it was possible, you know, it was possible that they could. It says, however, for James Cameron, the director of Titanic, the amount of room available on the raft was never a concern. In fact, time and time again, he has maintained that it was not the amount of space on the raft, but rather it's buoyancy. So I'm like, okay, if you say buoyancy, that's fine. However, if the ship was submerged in water, wouldn't the buoyancy of the water be balanced out with the plank that's right next to it, which would give like the flotation for the door for them to both be on it. Like ah. somebody needs whoever is listening to this, write in at youngblackpod at Gmail and help us figure this shit out. More importantly, let us know if you were going to get on the Titanic too. Cause we are not. Who that was Is this a movie? You said or is this another boat? No, it's another boat. Oh, these niggas are tripping. First of all, <laughs> you do not I thought you said there was another I thought you meant like a movie. Like Titanic 2. First of all, no one in their right mind, you know, it's going to be all white people because no black person is going to get on a boat named after a boat that previously There ain't nobody fucking with that shit. Nope. I can't. Why would you call it the Titanic? Don't, like, just. Don't the call Titanic 2 at that. Like, not the Queen Elizabeth. That joint was cool. That joint oh. never crashed. But how First you, of all, I'm not getting on a boat named after a boat that previously got. Like, and then now they gonna do it just like the old Titanic, have the poor niggas at the bottom, yeah. the rich yeah. niggas at the top. But you, I yeah. mean, if it's an exact hey, yo, model, look, look then, on the bullshit. I had a game on PlayStation Titanic game. That shit was so fucking dope. Like you would walk around like how you do like the 3D like walk arounds and shit. You would walk around the game, talk to people. It was really, really dope. But you got to do like certain missions before the boat crashed. So I never succeeded. <laughs> but what, I do you, what do you do when you get on this ship, right? You get on the ship and pictures of the old Titanic and like stories and shit of Titanic one. And you know that Titanic one drowned. Are you like at some point kind of fucked with it? You're like, you know what? Um, so First of all, I am not going to get on a boat. And if I did get on the boat, I wouldn't even tell anybody because the world is going to think you're a fucking moron. Why would you get on another boat named after named after a boat? That to me is just how they're going to drown the second boat. Like this is where Rose Dawson stayed. Yep. This you is where the Titanic crashes. This is where the Titanic crashes, and so will this one. <laughs> just, if this were the real Titanic, your name would be Ann Lawson. She was coming yeah. as an immigrant from the UK. Oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, nah, let, let's just go ahead and get into what's bothering us this week because <laughs> that, that already bothers me already. Wow. Yeah, I was about to say, that, was, that might be mine right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shit. CJ, go ahead. What, what, what's bothering you? Uh, what's bothering me? Um, let me see. You know what? I don't have one this week, Greg. You don't have one? I don't have one. No, nothing's bothering me this week. I um, I've been very at peace. I'm peaceful. I'm excited for the weekend ahead. Um, I got a new income, so I'm good. I don't care. Hey, CJ, if you want to share that income so that it's outgoing, that is more than a <laughs> okay. Hey, my nigga. Hey, look. If I eat, everybody eat. Yeah, that's great. I like to eat filet mignon <laughs> and lobster tails. You sound and, like hey, that's that's you on we on the same we we aligned with the same shit, brother. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I I, I guess I'll, I'll go in and let y'all go because this, this one fucked with me. It's it's effective today. Um, I think I told you a couple months ago how my job had instilled this policy where you can't wear headphones at work, even though it's like an open floor type of model for work. We have. Instead of having cubicles, we have like open floor where there's like a little divider between everybody. But for the most part, everybody's like side by side with like a couple like feet of space between each other. So you know, uh, another coworker of mine tells me, oh, Greg, well, they're instilling the policy again because people have gotten a little bit lenient and letting the employees go and use headphones. Had no problem with this, but me, I'm black. I don't care. I feel like I can't be productive unless I have something in my ear that's tuning other motherfuckers out. No, and that's some real shit. Like, like, I don't know. I think that's not healthy to not listen to music and work. I don't know how people, I think there's something wrong with you if you don't listen to music while you're working. Well, here, here was my ultimate issue with it. It's not, it's not my balls. It's not the other bosses that are in the air. It's just one particular person. This person, I can't say the name because who knows if they listen or whatnot, but this person has an issue with any form of entertainment that can be conducive in productivity slacking off. So when the person moved on... Is, down, all, is this an all-white man? No, no, no. It, it, it's a woman. and she's, Oh, she's, really? She, she's, she's a... How can I... I want to say she's a person of color, but she's not. It, 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 so we're saying that she's one of these Middle Eastern people because it sounds like she's not black and Hispanic. We'll, we'll take it there. We'll, we'll go with that. So is she like Myla Kunis, and we don't know what she is? Yes. Okay. Perfect. That We'll just call her Myla. So, I know what she is. Yeah. My motherfucking baby. That's what she oh. is. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, God. Lord. So, so Myla... <laughs> oh, God. Let me finish. So... Myla, when she comes down to our floor, like everybody's already like on pins and needles, like, oh shit, like we know how it was when she was on the other floor. So when she comes down here, it's going to be a thing of everything is so strict only when she's around. So it started with the fact that we have TVs in like the conference room and we have a big TV that's in a kitchen, but there's like glass around the kitchen so you can see the TV as it goes on. Now, if anybody knows me, I work at a law firm, so obviously you would have the TV on to see what my particular version of law has to deal with in terms of politics, right? You know, policies changing and whatnot because of the Trump administration. And this happened for a good, like, five or six months, and then she moved down, and she's like, oh, I don't like the TV on, so we have to turn the TV off. So we're like, 
well, how the fuck are we supposed to know it's about to be a blizzard outside, somebody shooting, um, our jobs are about to close because of inclement weather, just anything. You leave the TV on, especially since you have the TV there for us to watch. It's not like it's on the playoffs or ESPN all day, right? Took that, and we're like, all right, fine, fuck it. You take away the TV, at least we have our headphones. We go into a meeting maybe a month after that, and we get a thing saying, oh, yeah, well, nobody can wear headphones because of productivity. So I go and I'm asking, why in the hell do we not have headphones? So my boss tells me, oh, well, they don't like when people have headphones on. So I'm like, what's the problem with having headphones if you're doing your work? This person does not like this. Uh, Mila does not like headphones at all. So this went on for about four or five months. And now we kind of like got into a thing or groove where the work is getting done. People would, it would, they would sneak around with the headphone in their ear and it would be completely fine. But now I guess like either somebody got caught and was being hot or, you know, she just had a bad day. And there was this all hands on deck meeting about, Everybody not having headphones is a strict thing, blah, blah, blah. I got on Indeed. I sent out a solid 60, like, resumes and everything because I personally cannot work without headphones. I can't work without some, like, type of ambient noise. You know, just like Tony said, like, one, being an open floor, like, floor plan when it comes to working. Two, dealing with the people I work with, because Jesus Christ, like, there's one person in particular who can talk all fucking day. So I put my headphones in just to ignore it. So when we found out that we can no longer have headphones, I was high. So that is basically what's bothering me, is the fact that you took away the one thing that kept me from, like, kirking out on everybody every single day. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um... I don't know. I guess Chris, like her phone, like something happened, but she'll probably come back. Tony, what is bothering you, sir? I, you know, I was going to say I don't have anything that's bothering, but I kind of, um, I just been trying to figure out why there are some people that drink and become very, very violent and like belligerent. Like, why can't you just drink and relax and have fun? Yeah. And then also, I went running today, right? I'm starting my running stuff back out. So if anybody wants to run with me, it's, you know, I know we're in two different states, but if y'all want to run and we like challenge it, let me know because I'm all down for that because it's fall time now. But I went running and I'm like, let me smoke first because I used to go to the gym high and it was the best workout ever. I went running high today and that shit was fucking amazing. Like, and my cousin, I told you I was starting to get into the recording stuff. So, he was like, this, I guess, is not bother me, but something I'm happy about. And he was like, um, yeah, we need to start buying a microphone. He told me we're going to buy this program. So I already downloaded the program for the, to mix up the music. Mm-hmm. And then my other cousin gave me their um, hard drive. So I had like all the storage for my music and stuff on. So I was like, yo, this shit is so dope. And my cousin was like, you, I want you to write two songs um, a week. So I was like, okay. So he's writing two songs. He has kids writing two songs a week. So I'm like, I'm going to actually start and really write down. And I'm just so ready to actually do some fun stuff. Like, I'm excited. Mm. And then last week, I wasn't here on the... Pro- on the- Did we have the podcast last week? Did you guys? So I had to do my Hispanic Heritage program. So they had me singing in Spanish. 
So I said Kim Barra by Sid Cruz. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this is so dope. Then I got asked Stanley again for Friday. So I'm like, yo, this is so dope for, like, as a singer. I think it's so cool when you can sing in another language. And I used to take opera lessons, so I was singing Italian. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, but that's only, like, at rehearsals and stuff. I never publicly sang in a different um, language. So I was like, man, this is, like, a new step for me. Like, it seemed like it's something little, like, okay, you sing in a different language. So I was like, it's, when you can actually sing in a different language, like, that's powerful. So it was a lot of fun. Everybody was dancing. All the parents were dancing with each other. And it was just dope. So I was really happy with that. So I'm happy that now I can start buying equipment, music equipment, and we really can start to do some things. I'm excited. That's dope. So, Q, what's bothering you? What's bothering me this week? Semi-monthly pay periods. Ooh, oh, no bullshit. Facts. So... This this notion of getting paid on the 15th and the last day of the month is some bullshit. And let me tell you why it's some bullshit. Because you may have, <clears throat> I know with me, I got, um, my, my payday was the 15th. Officially was the 15th. But, like I have, I have one, I have one bank account, which part of my check goes into that allows it, that allows me to get it two days early, yeah. which was great because I was going out of town. Yeah. And then the other part came, then the, the, the big, then the big amount came in my other bank account Saturday, well, Saturday morning. Mind you, Saturday morning was the 13th. Oh yeah. Now. I gotta wait 18 days. Oh boy, yeah. Until I get my next paycheck. Wait, what? 18 days. The 31st. I get my money, you know, the money came, like, it didn't come on the 15th. It came, the, you know, it came, they it sent it out the last, you know, the, the, the business day before. <clears throat> yeah, which is That's sad. crazy. Which is like, well, goddamn, if I got shit to do <clears throat> and I go through all my money, you know, making sure that I pay the th- pay things that I have to pay and whatever, and here comes Thursday, and I'm looking at my bank account like, oh, shit. All right, when I get paid next week, oh, next week is not the 20, next week is not the 31st, next week is just the 24th. Yeah. So fuck you, semi semi monthly pay periods. Yeah. Was that is it semi monthly or is it bi month? Well, not oh, no, yeah. semi monthly. Because bi weekly you get paid every other Friday. Oh yeah. Semi monthly is the fifteenth and the last day of the month, and if the fifteenth is on a. <clears throat> The fifteenth is on a fr- Saturday or a Sunday. You get paid that Friday. If it's on a Monday, you may get paid that. You may get your your money depending on your bank. You might get it. Um, you know, Saturday morning. But then you blow it. You shit out of luck until you shit out of luck until the thirty first or whenever you get paid again. 
Trust me, it sucks for me because this weekend I was planning on going and drinking because I'm like, you know what? It's Halloween. Everybody going to have their thought outfit on. Why don't I just go out and have fun? That's not happening. That's super dead. So I'll be in the house. At least UFC is on. So that's one good thing. Yeah, I will be. Yeah, I will be in the house too, just like it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we we don't want to keep anybody too long. So everybody, let them know exactly where they can find you on social media, so we can get up out of here. You can find me at Quiet CJ Money Two on Instagram and CJ Jackson on Facebook. QDZ nineteen oh six on Twitter and hey, oh six. <laughs> Thank you. QDZ1906 on Twitter and your child's teacher1906 on Instagram. What's that mean? Yeah. You all can find me in bed because that's where I'm going. No, seriously. <laughs> you can find me at Tony the Artist 06, T O N Y D A A R T I S T 06. And you can follow us all at Young Black Pod on every platform. <coughs> if you need to email us, you can email us at youngblackpod at gmail.com. Um, also, and before, before we close, before we close, can I have a shameless plug? A shameless plug. So, um, shout out to my line brothers. Monday was my 13th alpha anniversary. Oh my God, you're old. Yes. So to the to the rising sons of new, happy happy alphaversary, thirteen years in the fold, and many many more. So my alphaversary is next month. I can't say where my alarm brothers are. I don't know where they are. <laughs> we're gonna celebrate. Well, until next week, y'all. We will see. You. Peace. All right. Bye.